Hey, what's up? We're Brave Youth, a youth movement happening all across Miami, starting at our home, Brave Church. Thanks for checking out our podcast. We can't wait to see how God's going to use it to change your life. Enjoy the message. Would you all stand to your feet right now? Can we just honor the presence of God that is in this room? Jesus, we just honor you, God. We acknowledge that this is your house, God. God, that we are sons and daughters of the one true king, the Lord of lords, and the king of kings. His name is Jesus Christ, God. We know that hope is in the room, God. We know that freedom is in the room. We know, God, that your miracles and your blessings are here in this room tonight, God. So we give you praise. Come on. Can we just give him a shout of praise right now? Right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You go ahead and be seated. Go ahead and be seated, man. I'm so glad that you are here today. Come on. Who's excited to be in Brave Youth tonight? Man, I hope you are. It's so beautiful uh, to see your beautiful faces. And um, I'm excited to preach because I haven't preached in a little bit. Um, but how many of you know, like, we've had some incredible communicators over the past few weeks, right? Like, Pastor Witt started it off, man. She brought uh, an incredible word about how, man, we can have hope when our back is against the wall. And then my dog, Faye, brought the house down last week. Um, man, and it was so good. Um, and, and, man, I'm not going to lie, I was jealous of Faye. Uh, last week because I just looked at him and I was like, man, how can people not listen to that dude? You know what I'm saying? Like, like people look at him, they see his muscles and they're like, dude, I can't, I can't not look at you. You know what I'm saying? Like I I wasn't born with that gift, man. But, uh, but great job. Hey, um, we are in this series called There Is Hope and we're wrapping it up and I believe God has laid a, uh, a word on my heart for you that is just going to confirm these next four weeks for you. Okay. How many of you guys have still been passing out those There Is Hope invites? Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep doing that because we just keep hearing uh, cooler and cooler stories. Um, there's like uh, uh, like a weird glare right now, but it's okay. Um, uh, uh, but there's just been like some incredible stories uh, that have been coming out of, of, of these past four weeks of people that have been seeing the buses and seeing the bus stops and, and seeing the invites. Man, so keep doing that because we're not done spreading the hope of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, well, before we jump into it tonight, and I want to jump into it quickly because I, I have a very uh, clear and concise word for you tonight, okay? But before we jump into it, I have some happy and sad news. Come on. How many of you love happy news? How many of you love sad news? Come on, come on. I have some sad and glad news for you, okay? So the first thing is this. How many of you guys were excited for the weekend? Huh? The weekend, the weekend. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be super awesome. Hey, listen, we are going to be rescheduling the weekend. Okay, so we're not going to be doing it here coming in October. And you might be asking, why? Why are you doing that? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. I have an answer for you. Because we believe in excellence. How many of you know that Brave Church believes in excellence? Amen? Yeah, yeah. And we believe this. We believe in the movement that is going to start out of the weekend conference. Okay? And so here's what we believe. We believe if we have just a few more months to plan to strategically coordinate with other churches, other schools, and other neighborhoods to get as many kids packed in our auditorium as we can, we believe we will see a revival like never before. How many believe that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to keep you guys posted on the weekend. It's going to be amazing. But we have some other cool things that are happening in place of the weekend. Number one is fam groups are starting. Come on. How many of you are excited for fam groups? I love fam groups. Getting connected. We also have student leadership kicking off. Okay. I love student leadership. Okay. So make sure that you sign up for student leadership. If you are interested, you can apply now. But we are also doing something cool on October 23rd. Okay. We're doing these new things called pop-up nights. Okay. And like, how many of you know, like church should be a fun place to go to? 
Amen. Yeah, yeah. So what we're going to be doing is we're not going to be meeting here on Wednesday, October 3rd, but we're going to be having church at Urban Air in Kendall. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You guys like that? Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be having a ch- I know this is crazy, y'all. We're going to be having a church service in Urban Air, and then after our church service, we're going to go and bounce, and, and we have like the whole thing reserved. It's going to be amazing, okay? So make sure that you look out for that. Registration is going to be in the back. It's going to be so awesome. And then also on November 15 to 16, if you were here last year, then you probably experienced Awaken, our all-nighter that we did. Yeah. On November 15th to 16th, we're going to be having another all-nighter here at the church. We're going to be locking ourselves in this building all night long, and we're just going to party. Okay? We're just going to party. That's all we do. So um, it's going to be great. But come on, how many of you guys came ready for the word? Come on, come on, come on, come on. It's going to be a good one. Hey, would you pray with me today as we jump into it? Dear Lord, God, I just thank you for this word. This word that you placed on my heart, God, I thank you, God, uh, uh, for the lives that are going to be transformed tonight. Lord, I pray that our hearts would be open and receptive to what you want to speak. And everybody said, amen. amen and amen. I have a question. Have you ever gotten lost in the deep, dark abyss of YouTube? <laughs> Come on, how many, like, YouTube watchers do we have in the room today? Like, did you know that YouTube for, like, the next generation, for your generation, is, like, more popular than, like, MTV, more popular than, like, normal TV stations, more popular than Netflix and stuff like that? People love YouTube, okay? I'm not going to lie. I love YouTube. How many of you can relate? Like, you are just a YouTube binge watcher. Some people watch Netflix. Some people go to the movies. Some people watch, like, TV shows on, 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 on like, the TV, whatever. I watch YouTube. But here's the thing about YouTube is if you are not careful, then you can get stuck deep. And I'm talking, like, deep. I mean, like, you can get deep in the black hole of YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like sometimes I'll be watching, like, how to fix it, uh, like, videos, or I'll be watching, like, reviews on, like, clothes or shoes or whatever, but then I'll, I'll find myself, like, like, watching a video about, like, a dude spitting water into another dude's mouth, you know, and him drinking. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you're not careful on YouTube, like, I'm not going to lie, dude, like, YouTube is my favorite place to just, I'll just, like, I'll just watch, and then I'll just watch the next one. You know, like the suggested one has nothing to do with it. And then I'll watch the next one. Then I'm watching like a cat video. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. I remember there's a YouTube video that I found. It's probably one of my favorite YouTube videos of all time. Um, A YouTube video of uh, some guys that found out what they were good at and they wanted to make a difference in their community. I want to show it to you right now. Are we good in the back? All right, let's show it to them. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, clap it up for those dudes. Come on. <laughs> Listen, that is the greatest YouTube video I've ever seen in my entire life. And I'm not going to lie, that is, that's, a, that's an America's Got Talent, okay? Like, come on. Americans have talent, y'all. But I actually found that on my YouTube suggested page, it has become one of my favorite videos of all time. I think that we should do it. Should we try that here? Come on, come on. <laughs> They're like, uh, no, 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 we shouldn't. We shouldn't. It's funny because I find videos like that, but then I also find people like Mr. Beast. Anybody know Mr. Beast? Yeah! Come on, Beast Nation. You know, Mr. Beast is probably my favorite YouTuber of all time. Uh, he's a young kid. He's like a 21-year-old kid, super young, looks like an old man because he's got a mustache. But really what this YouTuber does is he just makes a lot of money, and then he gives it away to people. Like, being Mr. Beast's friend would be the greatest job in the entire world because he does these challenges where it's like spend $20,000 in two hours. 
So he'll give his friend $20,000, and he'll be like, hey, you have two hours to spend this. So they'll go to Best Buy. They'll buy, like, TVs, PS4s, iPhones, like, all these crazy things. And I think that it's so funny because I I always love looking at Mr. Beast and and what he contributes to the world. How many know, like, he's contributing something huge to the world, right? Like, he gave a homeless man a house. He gave a homeless man a house, y'all right? And the influence that he carries. And it's so funny because when I look at these YouTubers and I look at what people do on YouTube, and then I look at my life and I look at the lives of the teenagers in this room, how many of you know we have something so much more and so much better to give people more than just money, but we have influence, we have power, and we have hope that is found in Jesus. Come on, amen? Here's what I want to tell you today is I believe that there are, I believe that there is this thing called influence that you have. Yeah, yeah. I believe, did you know that I believe that you have influence? Just like Mr. Beast has influence, just like these hooligans up here that that spit in each other's faces have an influence to a certain audience, I believe that you guys have influence in the world. I would even go as far to say that youth have influence. That, That youth create culture. That youth influence culture. Did you know that you guys, this demographic, the next generation, has the biggest influence in culture today? Did you know that teenagers decide what dances are cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know that teenagers decide what music um, artists are are popping? Teenagers decide what movies are released. Did you know that when when creators make movies, they look at what teenagers are are scripting and writing? When YouTubers make videos, they look at what the next generation is going to watch. Here's what I believe. I believe that you have more influence than you even know. The title of my message today, I want you to write this down because note takers are. Note takers are. Is that there is hope in humanity. There is hope in humanity, and it starts with you. Say it with me. There is hope in humanity, and it starts with me. I believe there's hope in humanity, and it starts with you because you influence culture. You see, I believe that there are three personas that God resembles in this specific text that we're going to be talking about today in John 4. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and ter- turn to John 4, chapter uh, uh, verse 1 to 15. And there are three personas that I believe God wants you to take on as a young person, as a leader, as an influencer in culture and society today so that there can be hope in humanity. I want you to write these things down uh, as we read John chapter 4, starting in verse 1. Now, Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. Although, in fact, it was not Jesus who baptized, but his disciples. So he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. Now, he had to go through Samaria, so he came to, the, uh, to a town of Samaria called Sychar. Near the plot of ground, Jacob had given his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well, and it was about noon. When the Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? Jesus said to the woman, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews don't associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with. 
and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us this well and drank from it himself as did also his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst again. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. And the woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't go thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. Now, if you've ever heard this story, how many of you guys have ever heard this story before? Come on, come on. How many of you have never heard this story before? Okay, listen, I I love sharing this story because it's a profound story. And if you look closely, there are tons and tons of questions that are raised as you read it. Okay, here we have Jesus, who is God in human form, asking the Samaritan woman for a drink of water. There are three personas that I believe God needs you to take on this year in your schools, in your families, even in this youth group, so that we can see revival, so that we can see hope for humanity. Okay, this is number one. I want you to write this down. Listen, God needs there to be servants for there to be hope in humanity. Okay, it's going to take a generation of servants for there to be hope in humanity. I love this, uh, uh, this uh, scripture because he meets this woman at the well and he asks her a very deep question that if you just skim over the scripture, you will completely miss it and you will not understand what this is saying. This is huge. This is monumental for Jesus Christ, who is just as much God as God in heaven sits down at this well and says, hey, can you give me some water? Why is it that the king of all kings, the Lord of all lords, Jesus Christ himself, who has all access to God and the kingdom of heaven, is asking the Samaritan women for a drink of water? I believe this. I believe, watch this. I believe he was allowing this person to serve him through worship. You see, what was happening right here, this was an act of worship. He was saying, hey, would you give me a drink of water? In other words, what he was saying is, hey, would you worship me? Would you serve me? You know, I love that God allows us to serve him. I love that God allows me to worship him. Can I tell you that humanity will only ever be as good as the believers and the Christians that shape it? Humanity will only ever be as good As the people that say, you know what, God, there's a mission on my heart. There's a worship in my voice. And you know what? I'm going to serve you. I'm going to worship you. I'm going to be obedient to you. I'm going to show the world what what, what living is supposed to look like. I'm going to serve you. Man, like when was the last time that you served somebody? Okay. This, this, This Jesus is asking this woman, hey, would you, will you serve me? Will you be obedient to the things that I call you to? Will you give me a drink of your worship? Will you give me a drink of your praise? Will you come and will you serve me? And I'm not talking like on a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night, okay? How many know like it's real easy to serve at church? Because let's be honest, if you're not serving, then you're, you're not doing much at church. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like it's easy to serve at church because like there's only one thing that you can do at church. It's serve. You know what I'm saying? But, like, when's the last time that you went into your classroom and you served your teacher? You remember when, like, kids used to bring apples to their teacher? 
like on the first day of school, they used to bring the apple. I remember on my first day of school, I used to always, when I was in elementary school, yeah, I was that kid. I used to always bring an apple. Like, when's the last time that you served your teacher? When's the last time that you stayed behind and said, you know what? Hey, teach, I just want to serve you today, and I just want to clean up your classroom. When's the last time that you served your parents, and you said, you know what? I'm not going to wait for you to ask me to do the dishes. I just want to serve you, and I just want to do the dishes. When's the last time that you came here on a Wednesday, and not because you were scheduled to serve, but you said, you know what? I just want to stay late and pick up the chairs. I just want to come early and set up the chairs. I just want to serve. Can I tell you, God wants service. God doesn't need clout. God doesn't need the highest rated podcast. God doesn't need great communicators. God needs servants. He needs servants. Number two is this. Write this down. Um, 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 you see, there are three things that happen that, that, that God just completely breaks the boundaries. It's really profound what he does here. Okay. Now, this is a, a, a scripture that if you don't understand the context then you won't understand the weight that it carries, okay? So let me give you some history about what is happening in this text, okay? Jesus is sitting down, and there are three things wrong here about this text. Number one is that he is sitting down with the Samaritan, okay? Back in the day, there was this racial tension between Samaritans and, and Jews, and they weren't supposed to talk to each other. Okay? Like it was not cool for them, for them to talk to each other. So they weren't even supposed to be in the same presence of each other. Number two is this, not only was she a Samaritan, but she was a she, okay? Now, back in the day, rabbis, teachers, they weren't allowed to look at them. They weren't allowed to speak to them. They weren't allowed to be alone with women, okay? How many know Jesus is a thug, right? Like Jesus, he ain't got no care. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I don't care if she's a Samaritan. I don't care if she's a woman. I'm going to meet her face to face. And the third thing about this text that is important to note is that this was at noontime. How many of you guys ever been in Miami at noon? Raise your hand. Okay, all of you. Okay, what is so significant about noontime? Did you know that noon is the hottest part of the day? Amen? Like, if you ever been in Miami at noontime, you know, like, you start melting halfway. Okay, like, ain't nobody, it's like a ghost town at noontime. Okay, because people dying at noontime. Okay, why is it so important that it was noontime? Because, listen, women back in the day, they used to go get water in the morning because it was cooler. But watch this. The outcasts and the people that didn't belong, the people that were living a double life, the people that weren't accepted by, by their friends had to go at noon when everybody else was gone so that they weren't in the presence of their peers. So not only is she a woman, not only is she a Samaritan, but she's also an outcast. You see, here's the thing that I love about Jesus, is Jesus is an includer. He's an includer. I love it because Jesus is a savage. Can I tell you today that Jesus loves including people? He doesn't care if you're gay, if you're straight, if you're broken, if you're whole, if you're a drug addict, if you're sober. Man, if you've been a Christian your whole life, or if you don't even know Jesus, he wants to meet with you, and you belong in his family. Jesus is an includer. I don't know what you came in with today, but can I tell you, no past, no brokenness, no sin can keep you away from the love of God. He will break down every single barrier, race, gender, religion, language. He doesn't care. God is an includer. Come on, you want to live for Jesus this year? 
You, you, you want to you take your faith to the next level? Start being an includer just like him. Stop, stop trying to, to spread divisive action. Stop trying to, to, to create tension and just say, you know what? Unity means power. Unity means freedom. Unity means hope. I love Jesus because he could have said, you know what, man, I'm going to go to the next well because I'm not supposed to be doing this. But he said, no, no, no. If you have breath in your lungs, then that means you have life. And if you have life, then you still have purpose. And if the woman at the well is good enough to sit with Jesus, then so are you. Man, I'm so glad that I'm good enough to sit with Jesus. I'm so glad that I'm good enough to be used by God. Man, I'm so glad that he doesn't look at my past mistakes. Can I tell you that she had five husbands and she was with another man? And, it, and it, oh, I love Jesus because Jesus will call you out. If you read in scripture, he, he, he asked this lady, he says, hey, uh, uh, go grab your husband. She's like, I don't have a husband. He's like, I know you had five husbands and the person that you're with right now ain't even your husband. You better be careful when you talk to Jesus, bro. For real, for real. He knows your dirt. But he still loves you. And that's the thing that I love about God is that, man, he knows your dirt. He knows your past. He knows the things that you messed up on. He knows the things that you lied about, the things that you cheated on, the things that you gave up on. And he says, no, 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 I still choose to sit with you at the well. Come on, can we be includers this year? You see, that's why we have dinner parties. Come on, come on, dinner parties, because we believe in family. We believe that everybody has a place. That's why we're doing fam groups, because we believe that every single person that walks into these doors on a Wednesday night belongs to a family. Can I tell you, the more that you include, the more that the kingdom of heaven falls on earth. Do you know that the Bible says that a house divided against itself cannot stand, but one that is unified, is strong, it has power, it has authority, it can be used by God. Did you know that the world would love for us to be divided? Man, the world would love for us to be so angry at another party, another uh, uh, politician, another uh, club, another thing. But man, God says, man, if you would just be united, then I can bring hope back to humanity. Man, I want to be a servant. I want to be an includer. I want to be somebody who walks up to my lunch table and sees somebody that doesn't have a friend and says, you know what? It's my job to do what Jesus would do and sit with the person at the well and share with them the hope that I found in Jesus. I want to be somebody that includes the third thing today. Write this down. God needs leaders. God needs leaders. You know, I love it because I got a phone call the other day um, from the leader of First Priority Florida. Okay. And, and man, I, I got so overwhelmed with joy because this guy called me and he said, hey, you don't know me, but I know you and I know what's happening in Brave Youth. And can I just tell you that Brave Youth is leading, is leading this region of first priorities in South Florida. Come on, that's something to get excited about. And he started naming off all these names, and he's like, yeah, I know them. Yeah, I know them. Yeah, I know them. And he's like, man, whatever is happening in Brave, keep it up. Can I tell you that Brave Youth is raising up leaders to take over not just first priorities, but schools and neighborhoods and families and communities. Oh, God, I'm so thankful that we have leaders that are raising up here in Brave Youth. God needs leaders. He needs servants. 
He needs includers and he needs leaders. God needs leaders. Turn to your neighbor and say, you are a leader. Turn to your other neighbor that you skipped over because you didn't think they were a leader. Yeah, tell them too. Say, you are a leader too. Here's what I would propose to you today. You know, when this lady drank from the living water that is Jesus Christ, that is salvation, did you know that when you drink from living water, there is a mantle of leadership that is placed on you? In other words, when you give your heart to Christ, then he says, hey, now that you've given your heart to me, let me make you a leader so that you can not just lead your family, not just lead your friends, but lead a generation of people that are lost and hurting back into the hope that is in humanity, which is you. I believe that there are leaders all across this room tonight. I believe that if you are in this room today, there is a mantle of leadership that is being placed on you today. You're not called to be a follower. You're called to be a leader. You're not called to, to fit in. You're called to stand out. You're not called to go with the flow. You're, you're called to swim against the current. Man, I want to be a leader in my life. Man, I remember when I was your age, I was so just stuck on this idea of being a leader. So I remember I joined every single club and I tried to be the captain of all of them. Every single one. Half of them I got turned down. Half of them, I became the leader because they didn't have a leader. So I was the leader. And the only one in the club. Which can I just say, if you have a first priority and you are the only one in it, then guess what? You might not see it, but God sees it and God's going to honor you. So don't you quit. Don't you stop. But just keep leading. Because the harvest is coming. Man, I remember being the only Christian in my high school. Everybody thought crazy things about me. Everybody thought I was weird. Everybody made fun of me. Everybody would laugh at me. But I said, you know what, God, I know that there's a mantle of leadership on me. So, God, I'm just going to keep walking in step. I'm going to keep being who you called me to be. And I'm just going to believe for the best. Come on, if you're in this room tonight and you're just believing for the best, come on, would everybody just stand to your feet right now? I believe God wants to pour out a mantle of leadership on all of you, an anointing of leadership on your lives. Come on, come on. For just a few moments today, can we just sit with God at the well and drink from his living water? Here's what I believe. I believe God does not just want to give you a drink. I believe God wants to make you a well that people and your friends can come to to experience the hope that you found in Jesus. I believe there are some of you in this room that, that, that maybe you've been, you've been, you keep going back to the well to drink from water. God says, no, 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 I, I want to make you a well. I want to make you a well walker so that when you walk, all of a sudden there is living water that begins to spill out of you, that begins to spill out into your classrooms, into your households, into your families that don't know Jesus. And people are going to say, man, you walk different. You talk different. You look different. Man, I want some of that living water. Jesus says, hey, when you drink from this living water, you walk differently. You don't have to come back to this well, but you can never thirst again. I don't know about you, but I don't ever want to thirst again. He's not talking about physically. He's talking about spiritually. Come on, if that's you in this room with every head bowed and every eye closed, come on. Can we just give a few moments to God?
If that's you in this room and you say, man, God, I want you to pour out a mantle of leadership on me. I want to pick up the mantle and I want to lead in a way that I've never led before. I want to serve in a way that I've never served before. I want to be an includer like I've never included before. If that's you in this room, would you just raise your hand right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Dear Jesus, God, I pray right now, Lord, that your anointing would spill out, God. God, I pray that your spirit would overcome every single heart, Lord. God, I pray that you would open doors for these students to lead like they've never led, God. I pray that you would open doors, God, for them to speak like they've never spoken before. I pray that you would open doors, God, for them to walk through, God, that is only you, that only you could open, God. God, I pray that leadership would fall in this room tonight. Come on, if you're in this room today and you say, man, you know what? I I feel like the woman at the well. I feel like an outcast. I feel like my past is due broken. My dreams are too far gone. I feel like I'm not good enough to sit with Jesus. I came to tell you today that if the woman at the well is good enough to sit with Jesus, so are you. Come on, maybe you've been sitting at the well for years. But today is your moment to meet with Jesus and drink from his living water. It says in his word, all you have to do is two things. All you got to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, that he died, and that he rose again, and you will be saved. It's that easy. If that's you in this room tonight and you say, man, I want to drink from the living water. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to serve him, and I want him to be the Lord of my life. If that's you, would you just raise your hand on the count of three? One, two, three. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on, would everybody pray this prayer with me? Everybody say, dear Jesus, I give you my heart. I give you my life. Take control. I say yes to you. Forgive me of my sins. Place a mantle of leadership on my life. I choose you. In Jesus' mighty name. Come on, can we just give God a shout of praise tonight? Come on. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you like this message, hit subscribe and stay connected by visiting us at brave.guide. We'll see you next time. And remember, no turning back. The best is yet to come.